It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmas Everywhere you go Let your ideas flow For projects you want to show With push buttons and LEDs aglow It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmas Everything is grand But the nicest thing on the shelf Is something you made yourself With your own hand A circuit playground with a speaker for sound Is the wish of Barney and Ben A Raspberry Pi with some LCD eyes Is the hope of Janice and Jen And friends at the Hackerspace Can't wait to 3D print again It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmas Everywhere you go So grab a feather wing Let the piezo ring Prototype aboard for sensing snow It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmas Time for a Silastros Get your projects all debugged Then cozy up nice and snug With some warm What's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is master editor himself, Mr. Pedro. What's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro at Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're going to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects for you folks. How's everybody doing today? Let's go ahead and kick off the show with today's coupon code. It's time code. So if you want to check out anything in the Adafruit shop, you can use coupon code time code to get 10% off your order. This works on everything except for gift certificates and subscriptions to Adabox. Head on over to adabox.com. You can see we have a new time ticker. It lets you know how much time is left in order to get your Adabox in. So we got 18 days left, 12 hours, 57 minutes. The time is a ticking. So check it out. If you're not a subscriber to Adabox, uh, we suggest you might check it out. So again, adabox.com. As you heard at the top of the show, it is almost Adaboxmas. So you want to make sure that you get your subscription in there before we run out. They will run out. So sign up right now. Christmas has started. You could also head over to adafruit.com slash and see all the free deals that are going on. We have our sort of our standard freebies today. Let's walk through them real quick. What am I getting for orders that are 99 or more? You get the Adafruit Perma Proto half-size breadboard. For orders that are 200 or more, you get the Perma Proto plus UPS ground shipping for continental US only. And for orders that are 299 or more, you get the <laughs> you get the Perma Proto, you get the mm -hmm. shipping, and you get the Circuit Playground Express, one of the most awesome boards you can get your hands on. Again, coupon code is time code. So if you want to get those goodies, be sure to use this time code at checkout, 10% off all the good stuff we mentioned. Let's uh, see the have the same day delivery as an option in New York City. Adabot will hand deliver <laughs> the box, may or may not. <laughs> uh, go to adafruit.com slash newsletter. You can see the product focus newsletter happens once a week. This is all about the new products. We also have daily 
stuff, you head on over to adafruitdaily.com, standalone website. You're not subscribed to it automatically. You have to opt into it. Daily dose of all sorts of categories, the latest being, um, I believe it's Make Code. There's a new Make Code newsletter yes. spearheaded by Anne and John Park. So check them out and subscribe so you can see all the latest and greatest in Make Code because there's lots of Make Code stuff happening all the time, every week. Every week, we also do a CircuitPython meeting. It happens every Monday at 2 p.m. Welcome back, uh, Scott Shawcroft. He just got back. He is running the meeting again. Shout out to Katni for holding it up for the time being while he was out. And uh, this is a great opportunity for folks from the community to come in and share, listen into the CircuitPython devs, what they're working on and what you are working on. So check it out. It is hosted on the Discord server, the Adafruit Discord server. You can head on over to the Discord server by uh, clicking or by going on the link, we have a link at the very top of the bar here, discord.gg slash Adafruit. We also have another one, I think it's adafruit.it slash discord. Shout out to everybody. Good morning, folks. We know it's the morning over here in the States. We're in the East Coast time, so it's still the morning. And uh, we're hanging out there. It's a great place. 24 7 chat, project help, share your projects, and just chat with a community. Okay. Shout out to everybody in the chat rooms. We're hanging out in the YouTube chat, Discord, Facebook, Twitch. Yeah. Good morning, evening, Anybody? afternoon, and night. Thank you guys for joining every week. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's project. Sure. Head on over to the learn.adafruit.com. You'll see that it's not a new guide. It's actually an updated guide. So you got to search for this one. Just search for watch or clock, and this will show up. This is the circuit Python OLED. Watch, you know, we originally did this three years ago, and boy, has a lot of progress happened. Uh, this was originally created with the MicroPython, mm -hmm. which was uh, headed by uh, Damien, who uh, developed MicroPython, and, you know, three years later, we have CircuitPython, which is geared more towards beginners and Adafruit hardware and all lots of other different types of hardware. So what we did was, uh, well, Katni did. She updated the guide with uh, the latest uh, code using the latest libraries uh, for the OLED display and just kind of um, displaying stuff on this OLED display. Let's just go ahead and look at it over the overhead. Pager's guide is overhead here. And uh, let's see what you did on this. So we stack. updated the boards, the code, and have a nice little uh, 3D printed watch band. So it's nice little Nike sports inspired band. It's got a little nub, pushes through there. You can adjust your size and it has a little thing to tuck it away. This is all parametric. So depending on your wrist size, you can update this, modify the design as well. If you want to use different boards, didn't want to just have that. We also made a nice little stand with the triple tripler, the feather tripler. So you can have all three boards laid vertically like that. Have a nice little stand that seemed to be quite popular with everyone. You can still plug this into USB. You can have the RTC, the OLED, and the Feather M4 ranged in any order you want. Yeah, this is great. Stand. Two different formats, same code, pretty much the same circuit. Um, really great use of NinjaFlex. It's that flexible materials. If you haven't played with that yet, definitely check it out. Um, we have a learn guide on how to print NinjaFlex, and there's other guides out there as well. This is a great example of making a wearable that uh, really uses flexibility. You can't print this in PLA or ABS because mm. it really won't fit. Um, the case is able to kind of um, mold around the, the, uh, 
the stack of feathers. Mm -hmm. And then um, the way the band itself is installed is it has these little nubs that just get press fitted into the slits. Very, very strong stuff. You can crush it, you can turn it inside out, you can run it over with a car and it'll still retain its shape. Uh, this is uh, Ninja Flex comes in a couple of different uh, sort of shore hardnesses. That's like the, the hardness, the hardness <clears> of it. <throat> um, and this is the, I believe it's 85A. It's like kind of the original Ninja Flex. So it's very elastic and it's, well, actually, you know, it's also Cheetah too. This piece here that Peter's wearing is the Ninja Flex 85A, but you also have Ninja Flex 95A, which is, it doesn't have as much uh, elasticity, but it does have uh, really good um, flexibility. Mm -hmm. Another note between the two different ones is this one has more of a grip. So if you're making something that needs to have a gripping texture to it, um, you want to go with the 75, or sorry, 85A. Mm -hmm. The 95A has, it's a little bit more kind of smooth and slick, so it doesn't have that sort of friction that you would get, the grippiness that you get. Um, any reason why you printed uh, the Cheetah? Is it just because of the Bowden tube? Yeah, on the I was printer? just testing that out in the new CR10 V2 printers. I want to see how good it That's handled right. the Cheetah Ninja Flex, yeah. which does work on Bowden This extruders. is great. A lot of uh, folks out there have the Creelty CR10 type printers, or maybe even the Ender Enders, type printers. Yeah. They're really, really um, robust machines, and they print flexibles. Um, the other thing I was testing too was the filament pause command that is available in Cura. Great. So I wanted so, to see how good it did with pausing the filament mm -hmm. and uh, seeing the layer change on that. And it did an excellent job of doing That's all of great, that. That's great, man. So you don't the need a dual extruder. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need a dual extruder. You could just print on top. You get this really cool effect mm -hmm. um, that works really well. Also, the case has access to the reset button in case you want to reset it. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's. Um, you did a good job on really making it so it's <laughs> making it so it's a parametrically driven design. So if folks want to download the original design in Fusion 360. They have access to user parameters, which is a great way to just update a value instead of having to kind of dig into the timeline. And you can just update uh, the the length, the amount of holes, that sort of stuff. Um, and we think it's a, it's a really nice use of the features in Fusion. So yeah, they don't have a, uh, there we go. Oh, yeah, look at that, nice very, very crisp view of text. That crisp OLED display. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Come on. <laughs> Is that the wrong, yeah, I'm doing the wrong camera lens, that's why. <laughs> My bad. Are we there yet? There, we, there go. we go. Look at that crisp text. So it is an OLED display. You get really nice contrast, um, but just one color, mono, monochromatic, I believe. And now uh, you can see it's 11.11, right? Well, it's like maybe one minute ahead. So you can change that. I think I said it a little bit ahead. All right, let's go ahead and oh, talk about your stand. Yeah, so the stand, uh, I thought it would be cool to have sort of a desktop clock. So one of the best ways to have three wings is to use a tripler feather wing. This breaks out um, all the pins. So you have lots of extra pins for prototyping. You can use all sorts of different um, headers on there. We're using the uh, female headers that it comes with. And we also have a nice um, black nylon M25 sized kit that comes with standoffs and screws and hex nuts. So you can use those uh, to elevate the board and mount and secure it to this 3D printed stand. The stand is available to download. It takes like two hours to print or so. There's a hole in the back. Um, so you can have wires if you had excess stuff that you want to, you know, external peripherals and stuff, mm -hmm. you can use that hole back there. I also put these rubber feet down there so it gives it more grip. We sell those rubber feet as well. 
Maybe if you're project. Um, so if anybody has like a, you know, a, a setup, they have have three wings, and you know, it's on the floor, it's on the, on the floor, <laughs> it's on the, it's on a breadboard or something. When you get it off the breadboard, this is a great way to house it up there. So you're kind of testing. You have easy access to all the buttons and things. Uh, we also made a doubler version. So if you have a, a, a doubler feather wing, you have some components you wanna, you wanna throw up there on the stand. We have a little specifically sized for the doubler, and those are all in the download links in the learn guide. Yeah. So you can choose whether you want short headers or long headers. It's up to you. Or if you want to stack these on top of each other to make it a little bit more slimmer yeah. and have it just use the doubler. Yep. I made it yes. so that the stand has uh, a good uh, viewing angle and it won't tip over from the front. I learned a lot from doing the Raspberry Pi stand and then I think I did an e-ink stand for the feather wing, mm -hmm. um, and those were specifically designed for those components. This one is really nice because you, you can pick whatever feather you'd like as long as it fits, right? Mm -hmm. So that works pretty well. Very nice. Let's go ahead and jump into the updated guide. We take a look at some of the build and assembly for this. So the main part that was updated is it was using an M0 feather wing. Now it's using the M4 Express. Still using the same RTC module and the OLED display, which is a very popular feather wing. Um, the actual design for the wristband is, is pretty much the same, which is great. So if you already have it, you can switch it out, update the code, and have at it. Uh, for building the watch specifically, we have some specific headers um, for the individual um, Feather wings. So, yeah, you have so to there's kinda, a certain order that you have to yes, put these in. Yes, it's a kind of a mix of the short headers and the kind of regular sized headers. You can see them here. You can see which uh, feather wing is using which set of headers and header pins. So that's a good note there. Again, if you want the feather wing tripler mini kit, this comes with this, the female sockets. So you'll want to solder those in as, uh, as they are there photoed. Some other odds and ends, um, the coin cell, it's the CR2012 coin cell. We actually carry those. Those are uh, pretty easy to come by. Also, uh, we have updated the battery. I believe the battery before was very, very small. Now we have a 400 milliamp battery that's ideal for feathers. It's like it's sized so that can fit in between the header, um, in between the headers really, the two header strips. Uh, and then we have this nice uh, breakout of all the lovely bits and bops. Um, that you can use to build the project. Head on over to the CircuitPython code. This one walks through, this is by Katni, Katni Rembor, who's on the CircuitPython team. Uh, so she put this together. It will walk you through installing CircuitPython. Uh, you definitely want to use the latest version of CircuitPython. Currently it's 5, um, five Alpha 5, and I believe Alpha 6 is coming out soon. Uh, so definitely check back and see when that's released. But uh, for now, download the latest using the link here. It's really easy to switch and update your firmware on your, uh, on your feathers. Uh, you just double, double press the reset button to launch the bootloader, and then you can uh, download the UF2 file from circuitpython.org, make sure you select the correct one, and then just drag and drop it. It'll automatically uh, reload with the latest firmware. You even have a little boot text file that'll tell you what version it's running so you can get verify it. All that's listed here in, in, in text-wise. You have a nice screenshot of the required libraries. The library bundle is real easy to download. Uh, definitely want to use the latest library bundle. Everything's all nice and linked now in circuitpython.org, which is great. And then you can just pick out the libraries that you need and drop them into your lib folder that is in the circuit pi drive. That's the, uh, the drive that is um, 
that it gets renamed as. Here are the required libraries, just a couple here. We got the bus device, display text, display I.O. for the specific um, OLED display. The, the, the chip driver is the SSD, 1306. And then the, uh, the next library is the DS3231. That is the RTC module. Um, so you can do some, some real time clocking. And then Adafruit register uh, to register some bits and bops. Um, here, it, here they are kind of named as what they are. It's pretty one-to-one -one almost. And then here's the actual code. It is hosted on GitHub, so you can either download it here as a project zipped, download the individual Pi file, or view it on GitHub if you want to submit an issue or something, or uh, submit a PR if you want to update it or do some, some new features and things. But really, uh, the main thing is uh, right here under lines, let's see, 28, 27 through 30. This is where you want to set the time initially. So when you're first running it, you need to tell the RTC module, hey, what is the current time? So the way to do that is to let's just uncomment these lines out and update the values here. Um, we recommend using the Moo Python editor because it'll give you a serial command, a console rather, uh, so that you can actually see uh, what the code is out, oh, spitting out. So you can see exactly what those values are. You get a little bit more details to what these values are. Uh, you can kind of make sense of this is the year, that's the month, day, hour, minute, seconds, and then some others here that I forgot what they are. I think it's like, it can do like daylight savings time. Oh, so wow. if you can put negative one or plus one, huh. and uh, it'll set it accordingly. So that's oh, cool. pretty nice. This right here will tell you, it'll, um, the print statement will actually print out um, the time with some more labels so that you can actually pinpoint what those values are. Um, so that's a really nice um, feature inside of Moo to have that built-in REPL. And uh, that's pretty much it right there. Uh, that's all you need to do. Once you set that up, you can uncomment again and just kind of work through this. If you want to display uh, some different um, time, maybe you want to do 24-hour time, you can change that here, line 40. You can uh, adjust your AM and PMs here as well. And um, everything's kind of broken out here, so you can rework it if you'd like. Um, she also, uh, Katni also walks through some of the setup and just breaks down the code piece by piece. So you can see how to uh, bring in uh, the libraries, how to uh, create the display I.O. Uh, objects, and then setting the time here. So it's all nice and documented. That's a lot of documentation. So if you want to make your clock, you want the super coolest clock, definitely check out the CircuitPython code here in this project. Cool. And now, jumping over to 3D printing. So we got the stand. Um, doesn't require any support material. You just uh, print it on its side so that it prints straight up. No supports again. One note is to, to get the best bed adhesion, you might want to use a large brim. A large brim is just um, a lot of parameters on the outside because there's very little surface area on the stand. It's about two millimeters thick. So you have about two millimeters of, of material that's touching the bed. Um, my printer is really, my, my printer is really great. No, it's, <laughs> I have really good bed adhesion uh, because I use PEI, which is the best thing ever. I got to say, PEI um, is 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 really nice. <laughs> so uh, if you ha if you find it difficult, uh, a large brim is what you might want. And then when you want to, uh, when we're looking at the um, in this portion here, we're looking at the user parameters. These are screenshots of Fusion 360, so you can see the different parameters uh, here for adjusting the length of the of the bands, of the armbands in the watch build. And now you can also adjust the pattern there too. There's a nice little um, thing of that you want your holes to be like tighter or farther away from each other. You can make them specific to, to size your, your arm or foot or whatever mm -hmm. it might be that you're attaching it to. 
Cool, cool. Your and there's actually uh, two different designs you can get. There's one with all of the holes in there. It's inspired from the Nike mm -hmm. Plus design for that. And then one that doesn't include those. Yeah, that's really cool. You can adjust the nub too if you need. All right, we got the download links there. Um, if you are using something like SolidWorks or a different type of um, you know, 3D modeling app, we have lots of different formats. Um, if you just click on these links, you'll have the drop down at the top right of all the different formats. Step file, my favorite, because it's kind of uh, open. All right, there's the part here. Just a note: this won't the the watch is yeah, designed none of this will work for fillet on uh, yeah. rigid PLA. I mean, right? yeah, there's... it has to be flexible, uh, namely Cheetah and the other one. Uh, so we have some slice settings here. Um, dual color printing is is sort of a you could do it, you don't have to, you could do layer change as well. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think this is layer change, right? Yeah, yeah layer modifiers here in uh, Simplify 3D. We've since uh, switched to Cura, um, which has something different, I think. Yeah, it's called a layer change. Plugin or the, something? It, it's built in. It's, it's built a, in? It's under the, okay. we, I should have put that in there, it's like no, the modify. It's, it's more like, you know, there's, there's there, I'm sure there's reading there's material out there on how to use that. I'm sure some folks have made some videos too. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Also, Prusa it has its own like widget or its own like website for doing really easy layer changes. Mm. So uh, shout out to Prusa for making that a, a nice streamlined process. So if you got yourself a Prusa, you can uh, you can use that method of uh, layer changing. But that's what we got there really. So two different designs, um, both don't require any support material. <laughs> Excellent. All right, we're going to jump right into the clock stand builds. You want to use sort of the standard feather headers for this one. You really want to choose which build you want to do. If you're going to do both, eh, because the watch one requires some female headers. Yeah. Um, this one doesn't require any female headers. They're, they're, all the feather wings have sort of your standard male headers that have the pins on the bottom of the board. So I just kind of walk through uh, soldering those up. Um, if you're new to soldering headers, one of the best ways to do it is to is to use a breadboard. A, solder, a solderless breadboard can help keep those pins in place and, and the board rested down flat. Um, so it's not sliding all over the place. You don't have to use like tack to hold it down in place. Breadboard works really, really well here. Um, also, you might want to add some a bit of uh, rubber feet or, or, or tack or something to the bottom of your uh, of your breadboard, that way it's not slipping and sliding everywhere, or use a silicone uh, mat that will give you some grip. And that's my tip there, that's what I'm using here. Can't really see the mat because it's white, but uh, there you go. So all the feather wings are soldered kind of in your, standard, in your standard orientation where the pins, the header pins are fitted on the bottom of the board. Uh, for the tripler header wing, um, this one was a little bit trickier. Um, I forget what I did, I think I grabbed the male header pins, stuck them onto the female header pins, and then flipped it upside down, and then soldered it from the bottom. Still using the, the the breadboard to assist me keep everything flush. I think that's what I did. I don't remember. Maybe folks have better tips on, on soldering uh, female headers. Okay. Uh, for the stand itself, I'm using uh, some pretty short standoffs. I really recommend getting this kit of uh, M25 standoffs and screws and hex nuts. Um, that one has a lot of different sizes. I'm using like the six millimeter tall ones, which are pretty short, and they have a male thread on the end of it, so you can just uh, pop them through those holes. The holes are actually ma uh, three millimeters, not 2.5, because it's really nice when you can just um, fit uh, a screw through 
and not have to thread the screw through, especially because it's nylon and, and, and PLA don't really, you don't want to, you can easily um, mess up the threading on those nylons. So that's why I have those all, the holes nice and loose. So the thing that's keeping it secured is those hex nuts. So uh, use them like that, bam, that's how you install them. Cool, and then you can use uh, just the regular M25 machine screws uh, to secure the PCB. Um, the holes are sized slightly bigger than M25 so that, again, um, you can just fit the screw through instead of having to thread it through the PCB, which is really nice. So that's how all the feather holes are set up as. Um, they're, they're nice. And then you can just swap them in and out however you like, um, whatever order you like, whatever works best for your setup. Um, because it's an RTC and it has the coin cell battery, you can reset and unplug and swap out the feathers and the RTC is going to keep on chugging along. It's got that internal clock working, working for you. And that's really it. Um, the watch builds, let's go head on over to that one. We want to start off with using the female header pins on the feather, whether it's the M0 or M4, it should work the same. And this one is a little bit trickier, um, so you can use uh, tack here, that's what you used. And uh, you want to solder this from the top. And this is a really good picture. This is an updated picture of exactly the uh, sort of the 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 the, or, the order in the orientation of the headers. In order to get this slim, <laughs> I know it looks chunky, but in order to get this kind of this slim, you really do have to kind of do it in this order. We've tried different orders and it didn't work out. This is sort of the best order that we found using the uh, the shorter header pins on the feather. Actually, the the longer header pins on the feather M4. And then we're using male header pins on the RTC module. Note how they're ordered though. They're a little bit different. Um, they're, they're ordered that way so that the top can be, so that the OLED can fit on top of the RTC and the RTC can fit on top of the feather. Hopefully I said that right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said that right. And then we have a little GIF here to show you exactly how to stack them. Yeah. And then uh, the battery here the 400 milliamp can just squeeze right through there and uh, fit in there nicely. It's also got USB recharging built in, so you can just recharge the battery if it gets low. And then uh, it fits into the little into the little NinjaFlex printed case. You just squeeze it in there. Fits nicely, nice and snug. And then you have access to the bottom there. It's open, and uh, you can disconnect the battery from there if you need to turn it off or whatnot. That's it. That's the watch build. Cool. Nice, simple, wearable, CircuitPython watch. Super cool. Yay. Time code. It's the coupon code. Boop, boop, boop. Saves you 10% off on your order. Yeah. Thanks for all the links. You can check out all the links to all the parts mm -hmm. in the uh, description of this videos and also in the learn guide, of course. Hey, yes, we finally switched to PEI. Praise the Lord. I know, right? We are super loving PEI, especially the Flexi build plate. It's so amazing. All right. I just take the tabs off, pop it off. It is just, uh, what we're doing for with glass. Yeah, I really like PEI. I like the surface as well. Super, super awesome. Yep, 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 yep. I think you got another bed too that you want to switch out here on yeah, the CR10. PEIX. PEIX. What's the difference between PEIX and PEI? Is there I don't know, the material. Material? They both work really good. Yeah, excellent. Cool. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's, what are we prototyping? Oh my gosh, are you, are you ready for the prototype? Oh, this is I thought fresh. we were gonna show 
yours or do you want to show this? What do you want to show? Um, dang, I don't know. I've already shown the turtle quite a bit in this next week's project, mm, so there's okay. not much update to it. All right, fresh off the... Fresh off the, the soldering iron. Yeah, this so is... Phil Burgess is working on this awesome code for a Watchman-inspired goggles. This is an update to our existing goggles we did. The classic, the original really? trinket goggles ago, are like now that? being updated with Circuit Python and a Trinket M0. Let's see if I can get these on. So these are all programmed in Circuit Python. It has now control input. Yeah. So we added a potentiometer on here. No, no, here. no, no, no. That is not a potentiometer. Oh. It is a rotary, rotary encoder. encoder. That's right. It does pulses, man. It's pulsing over there. So the main update I want to say on these is you can actually see through them and you have <laughs> you control yeah. over all of the functions on here. So you get through all of the different animations on there. You have different modes you can set on here, much like the goggles that are being showcased in the Watchmen series on, what is it, Netflix? One of those? HBO. HBO. <laughs> Sorry, we haven't caught up with it yet. Yeah. So this is great. You have full input uh, using the rotary uh, encoder. You can mm -hmm. select, you can hold it down to play and change settings and then twist to adjust those settings and then click again, click and hold again mm -hmm. to, uh, to, to play that animation so that when it's paused, you can adjust the settings. So right now he's changing the color, so changing the hue of the, of the NeoPixels. These are, of course, NeoPixel rings, the 16X version. So there's 16 NeoPixels on both of them. Gives right. you a total of 32. Right now I'm adjusting the brightness adjusting on here. the brightness, which is amazing. You can do a bunch of stuff with just one rotary encoder. And go into the play mode. And you have a nice uh, <laughs> a nice way to kind of get to it right mm -hmm. there. So in the show, um, Lady is using it. I don't know her name. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the no character is, is, <laughs> is kind of using it and switching between modes. Kind of. This one has way more features. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. way cool. So this isn't finished. This is the prototype, getting the, the, the circuit together, figuring out the wiring. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so it's going to be a NinjaFlex uh, case that's going to go right in the middle so you can not stuff all the electronics right in your eyeballs and actually yes. see out of it. We'll have a little side NinjaFlex pocket so you can have the rotary encoder in there. Yeah. And it'll be more like, uh, awesome. more <laughs> yeah, it's really awesome. It's, it's not going to be a band. It's going to be more like the arms, your traditional glasses arms, because that's kind of how the prop looks like. Yeah. We Although I might, I might just go with the band that just to uh, make it a little more simpler. You don't have yeah, to print that many things. Yeah, it's up to us to pick whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> so that, that might be a better option. Just gotta figure out how to ma mount that rotary encoder really nice so yeah. you can have access to it. Wanna break it out uh, so that the USB port is accessible so that you can quickly program it and recharge the battery. The battery's hanging off Peter's nose right there. Has it got a booger? Yeah. No, it's just the battery. <laughs> I go up in there. But uh, that's a good spot for it so you can actually see through the goggles. You can see through it just fine. And, if I go uh, over to the overhead, just, you yeah, can see it. how this little guy is assembled. We're using Trinket M4 with the LiPo backpack. M0. Maybe we'll have a Trinket M4 one day. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Zero. Everything has been M4. I know, right? Everything's M4. <laughs> but yeah, you have a couple of different lenses that you can apply to the goggles. You can have like this nice shaded look or a clear one that comes with both. And it comes with the, uh, yeah, the band here. Goggles. They come with like two mm -hmm. layers of glass, which you can swap out. It's got a little screw top. They're really nice. So that's what we're carrying. Our favorite silicone covered ribbon cables. So you can have everything nice and neat in there. You are sh not sharing data. The, share, the data is 
being chained mm -hmm. so that the code handles that nicely. Yeah. And you can also offset it. There's some really nice helpers in the code that Phil B wrote. Yeah. Um, so that works nicely. Very cool. So uh, super awesome, really awesome update to the classic trinket goggles. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, All right. man. Super, so that awesome. is one of the things we're prototyping. Next thing. Yeah, that's about it. We're gonna do probably shop talk. Let's see if I have some links here. Yeah, the, the battery looks like you got a giant burger. Yep, yep, that is prototyping. Booger time. <laughs> Prototype and booger. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's community. One last makes. bit. Hold oh. on. If y'all want to build this right away, you've got the code is already public. So you can head on over to uh, the Adafruit Learn System repo. Let's throw a link in there for the YouTubes and Facebook. Check it out. So you guys have early access to this project before it's even, yeah. It's great to have it on there so that um, on the repo so that it can be updated and folks will see the updates and y'all can make a PR if you want to play with it as well. So there's the code. Shout out to Phil B for publishing it. There it is. Y'all have access to it. Mm -hmm. You can always subscribe to all of those. Oh, we want right. to keep tabs on all the cool upcoming projects that are being worked on. You can get a hold of the code before yeah. all of the parts are ready. Shout out to the 208 folks that have uh, started so yeah. you can see it. You could also watch it too, I suppose. Watch, man, watch. <laughs> okay, cool. Now we can Yeah, we're do... gonna catch up on that. Yeah, we Although need to... I think it's gonna take a while since all that oh Disney Plus. Mandalorian wow. was so good last night. Wow, <laughs> I did not expect it to be that good. No, <laughs> that was great. Fun, lots of fun stuff. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Rehydrate. I was about to I, spoil uh, it and be like, no. <laughs> yeah, the whole internet probably spoiled it, but yeah, we don't want to say anything. <laughs> Very cool. So, time code is the coupon code of Gets today. Gets you 10% off your order works on everything except subscriptions. That's right. Like Adabox and gift certificates. Yay. Let's jump into community makes, shall we? This week we have a video. <laughs> I forgot to update. Oh, that's fine. Let's Since this is pretty much doing the exact same thing as the video will do. Oh yeah, that's, a, that's yeah, actually yeah, a good camera angle. Yeah, I can zoom it out if you want. Oh man, I forgot all of the info on it. <laughs> so this is an excellent dice tumbler made by Davis Fay. Yeah, I have the Thingiverse page, I'll put it. But let's just quick, quickly demo it. It's a nice mechanical design that allows you to roll the dice. You yeah. can uh, store a couple different types of dice. It has a screw top, which is really cool. Oh, I really like this screw top. It has features of this little nub that yeah. gets inserted inside here. And it has these little rails that allow you to close it shut. Yeah. Nice design, has a little lock on there. And everything is assembled with just uh, glued adhere, all that stuff in there. Uh, all the pieces just um, attach to uh, through these little brackets that are holding the tumbler on there. And it does a nice job of doing a little tumbling for all of your D dice four <laughs> six eight twenty <laughs> this one's a weird one how does this triangle one work we couldn't know. figure it out because when it lands does that one work we have lands, any uh dnd players in here how do how do these uh triangle ones work yeah i don't know but yeah, yeah they're all 3d printed dice we had some real ones we don't know what happened to them yeah so we had to 3d print them there you go it turned out to be a excellent mistake since i think all the ones we had were like all d20s mm -hmm. but excellent little addition to your dnd game really like the way that this uh, could actually be added uh, or updated with like a little motor or something on there too. Uh -huh. Turn 
Sure. Throw a guy around. Yeah, it's a direct Excellent drive job. crank, mm -hmm. which is pretty interesting. And uh, yeah, it's all pieces. No supports, right? Uh, there were no supports for this. Excellent. So it doesn't print as one piece. You have to assemble it, but yeah, yeah, pieces. Yeah. It's just uh, uh, glue to adhere all the parts together. Yep. And again, yeah, excellent job on the way that the lid closes on there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Fits I think this was a really amount. cool little yeah. uh, gift or something like that with the holidays coming up. This is an awesome little printed uh, gift. Yep, dice tumbler cage by uh, you said Davis Faye. Mm -hmm. So here's the, uh, the the object, the thing itself on Thingiverse. Um, you see some nice dice. Mm -hmm. Here's what the kit looks like, and you can download yours today for free. We got the link in the Excellent. description. Excellent the job. Yeah, you might have to reorient parts though. Orient the parts. Which oh, is I fan. just printed the, the bed one. The okay. one that's already oh, all yeah? assembled together. Oh, sweet. That's nice. And there's some, some um, verbiage here on how to assemble it or mm -hmm. whatnot, post-processing, that type of stuff. So check it out. Excellent. It's oh, pretty self-explanatory. You did an excellent yeah. job of assembling all these. Yeah, and we did do a time-lapse video on it. I just didn't put it in the video. Yeah, it's up there. I ran out of time. We got Community Makes this week. The return of Community Makes things that were posted. We got a lot. I had to pick through a couple of them. So let's kind of walk through them. We have the Brickhead Lamp with audio. We used to call this a Lego head, but now we call it a Brickhead because Brickum, that's why. <laughs> uh, I really like the description here um, from Mr. Elpilion. El, El, El Thank you uh, for posting your, your make. It says the files were crazy easy to print. I ended up uh, taking things a bit further, I printed it in glow-in-the-dark filament and then used make code to rewrite the lighting effects and attached them to two buttons on the Circuit Playground Express. Way easier than it sounds, especially the make code part, and it's a really cool project. Yes, that is great. Um, I think I made it for Circuit Python to play actual audio, um, like WAV files, um, but because there's no WAV file support in make code yet, but you can do kind of um, little bits in uh, Arpeggio things. They have this new Arpeggio Maker piano yeah, roll thing. Cool. That's really cool. So shout out to Sir for that. He printed on a Mini Delta, Mini Delta printer from Mono Price, and um, there you go. Very very fun. I'm glad uh, somebody posted it and made it. It's a very fun project to kind of get get a hold of. Looks awesome in blue. Yeah, I think so. We have J999 who uh, published a remix to. The epic lightsaber build using the prop maker Featherwing. This one's really nice. He uh, remixed it so that uh, it's a little bit more uh, more filleted. It's more smoother. Um, it's a little bit longer. I think he made it, it a little bit longer. Amazing. It looks so great. He sanded it, primed it. Um, really, really nice job. Uh, he also converted the uh, the parts so that they don't require dual extrusion printing. Um, I think, yeah, so he made it so that you see that, you can see the layer there just snaps in as opposed to printing it in one piece. So he uploaded, all, he published all those files. So awesome. And uh, they're all, they're all ordered like that. You can see how you print the pieces mm -hmm. out. He did some good, I really wanted to see somebody um, sand it and do the work there. I didn't have time, uh, but this looks great. Look at the weathering on that. So Super slick. Real quick, we can browse through uh, his summary. Uh, it's his take on the lightsaber. He made the following changes. Optimized for a single material printer. It's more rounded, organ organic shapes. Slightly lengthened to make more room for cables. He also changed uh, the code a little bit so that it has more variety in the sound. That is great. We actually did that in the light up prop, which was like this lightsaber 2.0. It uses an RGB 3 watt LED as opposed to this long NeoPixel strip. But it does have uh, the code in there 
uh, for playing variable audio sounds, so kind of randomly picking whoosh sounds and crash sounds so it doesn't sound so repetitive. So it's really nice. He also published his Fusion 360 file. So you thank can, you, thank you for that. Yeah. A disclaimer, it's messy. I'm not an expert. No, it's fine. You got to you know, hit it with a hammer until you get what you want. Yeah. Lots of sanding and, and painting. And then painting again. And then weathering with an airbrush and oil paint. Very there you cool. go. Very cool. All right, next up we have a bit of a Halloween mm. one. This is the NeoPixel LED gas mask. This was published here by Mr. Ricketts. He published wow. his make on it. It looks amazing um, in Yeah, white. I like it in white. It's, it's rather different, huh? Hmm. Very cool. So it's got a nice kind of spiral effect going mm -hmm. on in the, in the eyes. So cool. Uh, very cool. And there's like, I think a 24 and a 60 NeoPixel ring in the little gas mask That's area. Right. Sweet, man. Printed on the Ender 3 Cruelty. Nice. There you go. So you can print our gas mask. We have Lynx Highland Shield. This was printed uh, by Norse Engineer. He also has some accompanying uh, sword to go with it. What's the sword called? The Master Sword, of course. And uh, I printed it in sort of a little mini, mini version of it. I've been meaning to print the uh, larger right. uh, shield of this now that we have the uh, 400 millimeter tall shield. printers. Too big of a shield. Yeah, all in one piece. Have you? We got the Bowsett crown. Oh yeah. Posted up here by IIT Lowy. How cool. Looks really nice. I love that uh, that filament shining yeah, there. Yeah, it looks really nice. Is that silky <laughs> filament? Very very cool. Don't need to put LEDs in it if you don't want. Just color them in there. That's right. Very cool. The monster mask case. Um, that brain uh, printed one out. Looks really good hey. in, this, in this kind of gunmetal. Um, yeah, it's got the lenses there too as well. Everything fits nicely. Very cool. And of course, the last thing, a unicorn horn. That's my favorite. I really, really like these. Um, so check it out if you want to make your own unicorn horn. I recently made an update to it. I made it in Fusion 360, so it's parametric. I also did a layer by layer tutorial on that. And uh, I made it so that it's a screw on top. It has threading at the bottom, so you can screw it into uh, something else if you'd like, which mm -hmm. I think is nice. So check that out. Layer by layers, still happening. I think that's gonna bring us back to the time code, coupon code. Thank you folks for sharing your community makes. I really appreciate it. And y'all can do that as well by posting it up on any of the socials. And we'll uh, try to get it up on the blog. Whew. I think that covers most of it, right? So we can jump into the shows later tonight. We have the show and tell. <laughs> it's on tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's a great way to share your project with the community and uh, get a hold of Lamar and Phil, let them know what's up. Uh, it can be anything that you're working on, uh, things that you, uh, the retro tech, this is the one I was trying to say, retro, the tech. retro tech, we like seeing that as well. It doesn't have to be a project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely stop by. We love uh, checking out their progress on all your projects. Yeah. So definitely stop by and then stay tuned immediately after that at 8 p.m. Full hour with Lamar and Phil on Ask an Engineer. We'll take a look at all of the news going on in the maker world, all the new products going on, and a bunch of sneak peek products. That's always happening. So if you want to stop by for that. You heard it. And then tomorrow, where's more show? We got John Park's workshop every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. So check him out. He's doing Lots. the Make Code Minutes, mm -hmm. uh, Make Code Game of the Week, yep. and okay. live building and walking through codes. Yeah, since it is beginning to look a lot like Ada Boxmas, you want to stop by and check out all of the awesome hints to the projects that are going to be in 
for Ada Box. There's clues all over his workshop. There's clues everywhere. <laughs> you have to kind of, yeah, very cool. Well, that's going to be it for the show. Don't forget, um, we have CAD files available on our on our mm -hmm. GitHub repository. You Definitely can see that. subscribe to that feed as well, so you can see all the uh, updated CAD files. Yeah, I need to throw up the stem board in there, the stem 32 feather. Mm -hmm. I made it, but I forgot to publish it. Yeah, I'll publish it. But right now we have the TFT Gizmo and the uh, and the Blue Fruit Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. I was gonna say one thing. That oh yeah, don't week's. forget, eat a box. Countdown has begun. Yes, here it is. Now only 18 days left. Mm. Woo, where have all the days gone? <laughs> Very cool. All right, so don't forget that. And don't forget sign the up, coupon sign code, up, sign up. time code. We'll have another one t tonight and tomorrow, tomorrow with John. So there you go. You got more opportunities to get some more stuff. We really appreciate uh, you getting the stuff. Um, that's what you, pays, that's what pays those emails. Yeah. Um, that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Again, we'll be hanging out on the Discord. So you can always at us there. Yeah. Or on all the socials if you want to check out all the behind the scenes that we're working on. Totally. Don't forget to follow Adafruit and us on everywhere there. Cool. Or is it over there? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for joining yeah. us every week. Don't forget, to Don't forget to make a great day. Do, 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 do. Bye, folks. See you later tonight. And here's a Christmassy song. It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmas Everywhere you go Let your ideas flow For projects you want to show With push buttons and LEDs aglow It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmas Everything is grand But the nicest thing on the shelf Is something you made yourself with your own hand A circuit playground with a speaker for sound Is the wish of Barney and Ben A Raspberry Pi with some LCD eyes Is the hope of Janice and Jen And friends at the hackerspace Can't wait to 3D print again It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmas Everywhere you go So grab a feather wing Let the piezo ring Type a board for sensing snow. It's beginning to look like Ada Boxmas. Time for a Silastros. Get your projects all debugged, then cozy up nice and snug with some warm gold.